And we back, man. Another episode of Saving the Suds. Before we get started, sorry. <laughs> Before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, be quite honest with you, quite transparent. At Saving the Suds Studios, the AC is not working. <laughs> it's ninety-seven degrees outside, and we feel all ninety-seven. It's so bad in here. I seen a couple of couple of our producers running around. It's only one of them. It's hot in here. Hotter than that thing. I can't. What? <laughs> you? No. <laughs> that was crazy. No, nah, it's that hot. was crazy. It's I can't go hot. to hell. But hey, man, we back with Save the Sun. Look to the left. Look to my left. Look who I got. Hey, now let me stop. Let me stop. Introduce yourself. It's been a minute. I ain't seen you in a while. It's Joe. Joe from the nine. You know, nine times. You know how we do it. Um, uh, yeah. What city is the nine? We don't know. Huh? Tabby Grace, put them on the map. Okay. <laughs> okay. How about you? I'm still Cliff. Uh huh. That's it. No. Nah. Yeah. Well, y'all, my last name is changed because I'm got married. It's like now nah, I'm joking. Um, heat got a tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> this heat really is crazy. But it's Marae Victoria. Hey guys. Anyway. We're going to start off with a mental health check-in because that's what we do here on Saving Such with Big on Mental Health. We'll start with you, Moray. I'm a two. It's too hot for anything else. <laughs> two is crazy. I see what you did there. Two, too hot. Yeah. It's clever. <laughs> I'm always a nine. It's a blessing to be alive. Mm. That's lovely. You know? That's it. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I'm about a seven and a half, maybe a seven. I'm just vocally strained. Mm. That's about it. You're what strained? Vocally strained. We're going to dive into that. It's We're going to dive into that. <laughs> We're going to dive into that. I'm going to say I'm about a... I'm going to say today I'm about a seven, seven, eight-ish in that, in that range. I'm feeling good, but it's hot. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm feeling like Joe a little bit. Sometimes in our spiritual world, we'd be exhausted. We'd be exhausted. Of our producer, he's just... He'd be exhausted a little bit. My question for everybody around the room is, for those who are in a spiritual journey, at some point, you know, we be on fire, we be reading the word, we be on a hundred, you know what I mean? But then it's sometimes we feel exhausted, we feel drained. What advice or encouragement or even some steps that you have for people who are in their faith? Are you asking me? I, anybody can go. Go ahead. Are buddy. you asking spiritually drained or just physically drained? Spiritually drained. Um, I, I think one thing, just like you would do in a natural sense, take some time away. Take some time for yourself to regroup and refresh and refill yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, inside joke. <laughs> refill. Uh, refill yourself spiritually, you know. And whether that looks like staying home from service one day or calling off from work or just taking some time to be in God's presence. You know what I'm saying? Just taking some time away for yourself. Mm. And that's both naturally and spiritually. Naturally and spiritually. I, I agree with you on that. I think it's time. It's sometimes you need to take a break. Mm-hmm. I think when you feel like you need to take a break um, spiritually, that's the time that you definitely need to be in the word even more um, to refill yourself for real, for real. Facts. Mm-hmm. Now, you being um, a key part of Faith Transformation, 1301 Laughlin Road, Aberdeen, Maryland. If you've been such a key part of the of the praise team, I know a lot of times you get on a microphone, you be saying stuff like you're drained and you yes. can feel everybody's, you could just feel like the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how do you battle that? You and Brother Cliff. You want to go first or you want me? Yeah. And um, 
I don't think people understand like when you're on stage. Okay, so spiritually, just like anything else, energy is transferred mm -hmm. from the audience to on stage and back. And you can sense spiritually like when somebody's in the house is going through it or like a large number of people are tired. Because I always say certain Sundays have different different feels. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think for me, being on stage, I understand how to leave whatever I got in the back. You know what I'm saying? Now, I ain't gonna say I do it every time because there are times, but I try my hardest to leave whatever's going on with me in the back so I don't project that type of energy, a spiritual energy to the people. Mm -hmm. And uh, times when I do feel drained, like some Sundays I won't come to church because mm -hmm. of that. Or I look forward to a work trip and I'm not gonna be there just to refill. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like Joe said, you gotta be in the word. And specifically for praise team, I always say this when we pray, I take it as an honor and a privilege to sing on praise team. So whatever I need to muster up to get it done, that's what I'm going to do. Mm. Nah, you, you correct on that. I just had a conversation with a couple, um, couple praise and worship leaders where we talked about um, feeling the, the weight of people like in the, in the congregation. And I struggled with that when I first started singing with you guys, because I didn't understand really the spiritual battle that you were walking into because sometimes people think that you're there to fill a space you're there to go and head and sing a song but when you're getting up there you're going to battle you're going to war mm -hmm. so my mom always told me because I went home and I used to struggle with having really bad headaches like after we would sing and not understanding why I'm getting these headaches and I'm taking like I take medicine and like you know pain medicine try to calm the headaches but she said when you're on stage, like you're saying, those those spirits are now trying to attach themselves onto yeah. you because mm -hmm. you're fighting them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's important for you to be grounded so that when you're grounded, what? You can't get bumped. Foundation is strong. Foundation is strong. Right, right, right. Can I ask Maria a question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, please. Uh, since you <laughs> 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 know your grandfather is the pastor of your church. Right. And... Being the granddaughter, I know you're heavily involved and your hands are in different things. Your grandfather's um, the pastor? He's not my biological grandfather. Oh, oh okay, okay. I'm sorry. Dang, Rick, put up business on the street. Hey, anyway. grandfather, the pastor? Uh, but you being so involved in your church, how do you combat spiritual tiredness? Um, yeah. I don't think it really has anything to do with my grandfather more than it is my mom. Because mm -hmm. she's been there since she was 16. Um, and she's an elder and a minister and all that stuff. So for for that reason, I've always been involved. I've always had eyes on me at church, especially. Um, I've always been expected to do a lot at church. And I've done, I've been a part of a lot of ministries since about four, all at one time. Like I danced, I sang, um, I did media there, like, you know. And it came to the point where... School got hard. Like, I was doing two things at church. I was running track and modeling at school. So I just was tired in general. And I don't, I'm not sure if it was so much about spiritually tired, but I think just exhausted from everything. And I just took a break. Um, college got hard, so I had to really lock in on school. And that's where my relationship with God developed. I talk about it all the time, about how God had to separate me <clears throat> from what I knew and what was comfortable to be able to build my relationship with him and create that foundation. Like, at first, my relationship was built based on 
my mother and us going mm-hmm. to church out of ritual. But now, you know, I had to find find that relationship for myself. So when I'm tired, I just take a break. You tell the people first what you do for for a living, your job. <laughs> um, I work at a psych ward. Right, and I know that that's big in the spiritual realm as well because yeah. you basically you tell me all the time how you basically yeah, some days get beat up mm-hmm. spit on yeah fought get jumped all kind of stuff going on <laughs> how do you <laughs> how do you how do you deal with that spiritually as well yeah now I think spiritually like I don't know I had today was one of them days and I and I know y'all can tell because my attitude just isn't the best That's yeah true. we seen <laughs> we seen that when we came to yep, the very true. Yeah. And like Very I don't know. All right, not too much. I feel like <laughs> today, like I had a good day, but it wasn't as like my attitude even at work wasn't positive. Like from the day I normally wake up and listen to um my worship music on the way to the job, in the car, at the job, like whenever I'm feeling anxious or feeling like stuff not going right, I got my AirPods in and I'm just listening to worship music or um gospel music. Today I couldn't I didn't listen to music at all. Like Literally, when I step foot in the... First of all, when I wake up, I normally pray. Today, I was supposed to pray in front of, you know, the church for prayer and pray for with everybody and for everybody. So that was already something I was nervous about. And I feel like the devil was attacking me since yesterday mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't do that. Like, I was about to be late to church. Like, it was just so much happening. So he knew that if he can get my attitude off, now I'd be like, I don't even want to pray no more. Like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, today... I get in there at 7 a.m. and somebody already fighting. So as soon as I go in there, I'm dropping my stuff to go help break up a fight or figure out what's going on. Today was just crazy. But I'm dealing with mental illnesses and literally having people, like I've had people say like F God or just say all these like blatant things and I see the spirits. Um, And now that I'm, more spiritually grounded, I know exactly what it is. And every time, you know, things happen, all I hear is for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual weakness and principalities and darkness in high places. So, like, I already know that I'm not fighting those battles with people. We fight it. We're humans, but we don't fight as humans. Mm -hmm. So I know that it's not me against you or me against them. It's, God against them and God mm-hmm. against those spirits and God mm-hmm. against the devil. So, uh, I don't know. I think I think for now, I, I'm not tired yet, but I just remind myself that it's not my battle. And I just depend on God mostly for stuff like that when I know that it's a spiritual attack. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, like Joe said, I just get deep into my word. Can I ask you a question about your job? I can? Sure. Okay, cool. So, um, I, I, I personally believe mental illness is spiritual attacks, you know, and you working in a psych ward, I know when you go home, like, what's the prayer like? Are you praying like, God, don't let nothing jump on me? Because I've seen, and y'all can probably attest to this too, I've seen spirits jump on people. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, short story time, my aunt, uh, I have an aunt, she's old now, I think. Um, but Ooh. growing up, she was spiritually gifted, like anointed, all this jazz. She started... Being with the wrong people, mm-hmm. like she started sleeping with one of the pastors, and next thing you know, she had a mental breakdown, and ever since then, ain't been the same. Mm. So my question to you is, fast forward back to your job, with the spiritual attacks that happened in the hospital, what's the prayer when you get off the work? 
Um, so it's not so much that I pray when I get off, but I pray before I go. Um, mm. And I think in preparation, first of all, I already know that I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Mm, so I'm not really worried about um, things jumping on me because right. I have an assignment there. And I and that was confirmed when I begged <laughs> to quit my job. Like, Lord, I'm done. I can't do it no more. Like, And someone literally came and told me that I would have a, I would have a promotion in three months, but this is my assignment for now. Mm. So I ask God to show me every day, what am I here for? What is my assignment? Who am I supposed to encounter? What am I supposed to do? And people, they literally tell me, you're just a light. Like, even when I'm not having the best day, you just a, you're light here. And so I know that that's God being reflected through me. And so I'm not, I'm not too concerned about spirits jumping on me or whatever. I know what I'm there for, and I know that I was called there. So I went. Where I'm, I'm staying where I'm called until he calls me to somewhere else. That was very powerful what she said. I know for uh, us at Faith Transformation, um, for Bible study, we learned about the armor of God and mm-hmm. having it on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Learn about the chest plate and the um, helmet, helmet so and everything. And what she said was beautiful because as Christians, I feel like, a lot of times, people who are saved, they're, like, intimidated to go certain places. Yeah. And I feel like that can never be the response. Right. Because of who we are and who's inside of mm-hmm. us. But we should always be the light. You know what I mean? Like, for us on this podcast, we always say, man, we'll go to the church. We'll go to the streets. You know what I'm saying? So my question for y'all is, how, as Christians, should we not be intimidated by the world? I think it's. Mm. I think part of the answer is basically what she said. She knows her assignment, right? And you know, with that assignment comes certain responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But God preps you for that assignment. Mm-hmm. And if your assignment is in that mental war, He's going to give you the tools to fight against mm-hmm. what's happening in that mental war. So, and I know, like to your question, I know. I think that intimidation comes from a natural sense. Because, you know, everybody is not as comfortable talking to strangers right, right, or right. talking in front of large crowds. But when you understand your assignment, mm-hmm. it gives you a certain level of strength. And uh, the Bible says God don't give us a spirit of fear, but, but a power, power of sound mind. mind. And that comes with knowing your assignment. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's how we combat those uh, those natural, the human fears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's basically... What I said Sunday when I said when people ask me to come sing at their churches and I get intimidated by being at different ministries, um, I had to realize, I said, Lord, I know where my what my assignment is and I know the calling that's on my life. And I said, Lord, if you tell me, I was just basically speaking to him. I was speaking to the congregation. But I was like, Lord, if you're going to tell me go to the mountain, I'm going to go to the mountain. Go if you're going to tell me go down to the valley, to the valley. And I'm and that's if once you realize that, I don't think there's anything that could ever stop mm-hmm. stop you. You look at the preachers that are going church to church and doing their thing, not their thing, but you know what I mean? It's when you understand your calling, man, you walk differently. You mm-hmm. talk differently. Yeah. It's like nothing can come against you. And, and he literally said, my bad, No, no, you got it. You got it. I don't want no problems. <laughs> no problems. No problems. He literally said he won't give you more than you can bear. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's hard, it's hard. But that doesn't mean, like, 
Okay. I can do people take I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me so lightly because it's a scripture that everybody know. Yeah. But literally I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because it's him who infuses me with that strength. So if he went if he called me there or sent me to there, that means that he equipped me and gave me the strength to be able to handle it. And if he has me going through it, that means I'm gonna win because he won't give me more than I can bear. Right, so like his right. word just lines up. So like I don't have to fear, I don't have to be worried because he didn't give me that. And if I am, and if I like like he said, if by chance I am. It's because of the human side of me. And I mean, I'm tapping to my flesh and not my spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like the power of your anointing. Right. Everyone on this earth doesn't realize that they are anointed. Right. But it's whether you choose, choose to, to tap, tap into it. it. So yeah. that's, yeah. 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 You know, I don't know if this is off topic or not, but I was realizing uh, last week I was just thinking about what I was good at and how my gifts align with my assignment. <laughs> your gift will make room for you. Exactly. And it, it aligns. <laughs> so, so we don't interrupt me. <laughs> it's hot, so we don't let it slide. Uh, but yeah, your gifts aligns with your assignments, man. Like Joe, he's gifted to sing, right. mm-hmm. and that is a part of his assignment. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying, I just think it's so powerful to understand, and not just to understand, but accept your assignment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm a little older, a little seasoned. Um, unk, unk, pop, pop. <laughs> Y'all done? Y'all done? <laughs> But um, I think I've known, I've known my assignment probably since I was like like seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it did. It's been years, <laughs> quite literally. Are you done? Uh, producer, can you turn her mic off? <laughs> uh, but I I think recently in the last year, last six months to a year, year and a half maybe, I've more and more accepted that assignment. Mm-hmm. And started walking in that assignment. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't think I ever will be like there, air quotes, you know, but the direction is the right direction. Yeah. Nah, you know what you said every time I even from the first time I known you, you always said what you were called to do. But I've seen like the last couple months, it's like you can really see oh, yeah, even more like what you're called to do. Even the way you walk like at church, like you're anointed to really speak to people. Mm-hmm. And you it's, can find us at Face Transformation Worship Center, thirteen oh one Laughlin Road, Everdeen, Maryland two one zero zero one. Like you're well, really, you a, really there. anointed, yo. <laughs> really anointed. Not chat. Mm-hmm. My grandfather not going like that. <laughs> That's Ray Ray for you, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, you ain't even answered the question. Right. I'm sorry. What's, oh, my, what's the oh, question? Yeah, the question yeah you is. asked the question. It's hot. You How you not get intimidated? Mm-hmm. Right, you old minister, minister out here. Old oh, minister. Pastor. Ooh. Pull out the card. How I'm not gonna tell you. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm I'm like Cliff. Like I kind of knew my assignment as a kid, but I was running for so long. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like like when you're one of them ones that are chosen, like what's what's the Bible scripture? It's so high. Peculiar people. Few, no, few are called. Many are called. Many are called, but few are chosen. You know what I'm saying? Like, God loves everybody. Yeah. He, he loves everybody. Like, it's not one human being he doesn't love. Right. It's not one thing that he's created that he doesn't love. Right. But when he distinctly, is that a word? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hot, Distinctly, man. yeah. If he, if he distinctly called you out, you know what I'm saying, and put you and gave you your assignment, you know what I mean? At first, for me, I'm going to be honest, it was like intimidating because it was like, my bloodline don't come from this. Mm. Like, it's right. nobody that I could... Mm. It's nobody I could go to, you know what I'm saying, that could give me advice or mentor me into this. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just spending time with God, man. Mm. That's a hard one. That's yeah. a bar. Like, because I was just prophesied too. Most of my, I come from a family of preachers. And he mm-hmm. said the mantle that they have had for their self, it's all, because I have a lot of people that I don't think really fulfilled what they were called to do necessarily. Mm-hmm. And he's, the prophet said to me, he's like, all of it's falling on you now. Mm-hmm. But, and and I have those people to look on, but to not have somebody in your family like that, I, bro, that's, yeah, that's I know that's, 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 that's a different walk. Like crazy. you really got to really got to stay grounded and, and seek those people that, that God is telling you to seek that know how to guide you and how to bring you up into yeah. the ministry. So, and it's crazy because you can feel like the weight at times. Listen, yes. you can the feel weight's the weight crazy. of like, listen, you can feel the weight of like, like generations before you like, mm-hmm. and it's spending time with God. Like God revealed to me, like some things that like, my family, like what we struggle with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just stuff like that. But I feel like once you get the the, the test to the answers and like you study, like you maneuver differently. Like I, I can't do that. Right, I know, right, 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 right. I know right. I str- I know my people struggle with that. So I gotta come Hello? this way. That's listen. Gee, mm-hmm. I, I always say the one thing I am afraid of is dying without fulfilling my Bro. purpose. Because yes. yeah. it's yes. like I we I, we probably said it on this show. I mean on this show. And many times, so many people attached to your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you say your light. Your light is your anointing. Right. People can see that aura around you mm-hmm. and can feel it when you walk. You can feel the shift in the atmosphere when you walk in the room. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and preach. Go ahead and preach, Pastor. Go ahead and preach, Pastor. It's about to get crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's crazy, man. I say that a lot, though. Like, I say, I already know that my... Other people's blessings are attached to my obedience. Like, if I'm not obedient, Ooh. people's blessings. Say it again, Marie. Sure, look at the camera and say it again. I already know that other people's blessings are attached to my obedience. So I know that I have to be obedient and do exactly what God tells me to do. And with 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 that comes discernment. Like, mm. I have to be able to listen to His voice and hear exactly what He does and does want me to do. Like, especially at work. Like, I really have to listen. Like. Do you want me to go talk to this person or do you want me to stand back and let, let whatever's going to happen happen? And a lot of times for protection, he'd be like, stand back or he, I covered you go. Mm-hmm. Like there was literally a patient. I mean, he, you could see the, you could see the switch in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like he was like, yeah, come on. He was trying to fight us all. And he was a big boy. So we called for backup and all that stuff. But he was literally, I mean, like. And you're not allowed to hit him back, right? No. So he was literally like punching grown men and they like, mm. yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. And so we, it's the men in front of us and then us, the females. And I'm on the front line with the men. Like, um, and I, st- I seen that switch. He was like, come on. Like, the, look at his eye was real, like demonic. And me and the, I have um, my coworker, she go to my church too. We immediately, in the name of Jesus. In the name we, of Jesus. We, we back there praying while everybody else getting ready. We in the name of Jesus. Cover us. Get him. Mm-hmm. And we we like so serious. And before you know it, men just start going in there, knocking him down, knocking him down, knocking him down. <laughs> but like you just have to know, like you have to really listen for God's voice. And that's something that I had to learn because like I'd be moving on my own time and be wondering that's... why I'm in crazy situations. He never co- he never bar. told me to go there. He never called me there, but I just went there because, you know, for whatever reason. Well, you said, say that again. You said, God, what? You said, move upon your what? 
own time? I used to move mm-hmm. with my own time. I, I, and it's crazy you said that because I'm literally in a season now where I'm learning about God's timing. And how sometimes, like, as shout out to my producer, sometimes as Christians, like, we try to force things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's crazy because God will even show you something uh-huh. that's, like, later down the line, but, like, you think it's supposed to be for now. Right, right, right. So it's just, like, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. God's such a parent. Yeah. Such a parent. He like, you like, why, God? Why? Right. Why? I'm going to let you be goofy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save you, but I'm going to let you fall on your face a couple times. Mm-hmm. Let me tap into that right quick there, too. So it's like different revelations of who God is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm just learning about yeah. this. So, like, you know, God's also a parent. Mm-hmm. But, like, me personally, like, all my friends had big brothers. I never had one. Mm-hmm. God said, I'm also your big brother. That's facts. Father to the father. I'm to your the teacher. Friend to the friend. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, He's everything. Mm-hmm. He's our every our everlasting Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. My pro- man, so many names. So man, God Jehovah is Nisi. Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God That's is worthy. Why, I mean, yeah. What you got, Marie? Like he's about to say something. I'd be air conditioning. Now you know Bye. what 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 they said at um church service that we went to the second service. Just because it's delayed doesn't mean it's, it's denied. It's denied. Mm. It's denied. I was like. That's a bar. He said you delayed, not denied. Just because it's I mean, delayed, and, and it's delayed not is denied. Delayed is really based on perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Because God's timing ain't our timing. Mm-hmm. Sure ain't. And God's not going to give you something you're not ready for. Yeah. Because if he gave me a million dollars right now, Probably. I wouldn't go right with it. I wouldn't do right with it. We get a new go studio, right? right? We, we get a new studio, right? I had a Tesla with the wings. No, she, she We get a new studio, right? Peeing <laughs> in like. And that, that, I, I think, uh, I, I, I think people, we Christians, everybody needs to understand that. Like God has so many blessings in store for you, but you have to be in a position to be a good steward of the mm-hmm. blessing before he can give it to you. Because how many times we ask for something, and I can, I can almost hear God like, go ahead, bro. I'm tired of you asking, take this car. Me driving down the road, Crash. car ain't got no wheels on it all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. So, and you know what? He said, for I know the plans, mm-hmm. not... For your mom knows, not for you know, Ooh. not your friend know, but for I know. So sometimes even my had to tell you, my you ain't right this time. God said, wait. Everybody had one of those moments. 29 what? and 11. Everybody had one of those moments. Well, I know the plans That's that bars. I have for That's your life, plans right to prosper you. Y'all in here preaching. Might got to make it hot in here some more. Listen, please send an offering to uh, Save and Such. Yeah. Cash <laughs> I, ain't even, I ain't even lying. We pre-rich. We're not right. poor. Oh, we're broke. Oh. Pre-rich. Oh, pre-rich. We're pre-rich. We're not speaking broke over here. I can't lie. This has definitely been one of my favorite episodes of the season, man. Just coming here. You say Nobody, but just us. In the heat. In the, in the heat. heat. In the Lord. With Jesus. Hell is hotter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you had that. You had that. If you can't <laughs> take it now, you can't take it then. <laughs> we appreciate y'all, man, for rocking with us, though. It's been another great episode of Sage and Such. You can follow us on all streaming Sage. platforms at SAV. E-D-N-S-U-C-H. It's Reek signing off. It's Joe. Just Cliff. Just Cliff. Okay. Appreciate y'all.